Hello, and welcome to the Brubacher Excavating Podcast, where we are shaping the world we live in so more people find the construction industry uncommonly refreshing. I am Kristen Olovich, host of the podcast. Practices and systems uh, that, that Brubacher does for safety and for our goals, you know, one of the other things that being a larger construction company, excavation company, you know, in the dirt world, yes, we do track things, right, Keith? We have to measure it, monitor it. Um, another saying I, I always think about is if you're not measuring it and you're not monitoring it, you can't fix it. If there's a problem, you don't even know there's a problem. So one of the things that we do, we talked about this earlier, is uh, boss cards. Uh, did you want to touch base on, you know, what is a boss card? Maybe people in the construction area industry don't know. Hopefully everybody at Brubacher knows what a boss card is and how to fill them out. Um, so I actually brought a couple boss cards here too. We can we can uh, talk about if you want to, um, but if you could touch on that, that would be... You know, first up, back up a little bit. You're mentioning about measuring things and holding ourselves accountable. The key is to measure the right things. And there's a lot of discussion in the industry about what that is. But too many times, things that, go, that the government requires you to track or the things that we uh, historically might have tracked and, and paid attention to are downstream things, injuries, uh, things that happen, incidents, accidents, uh, costs. Uh, but by that point, it, it's done. It's over. Yep. And so we got to be upstream of that. And so our big focus is let's look at what are the upstream things we can do that when we manage those well and do them thoroughly and consistently like Brad was talking about, the daily huddle, the stretch and flex, the be aware of the hazards. What are the upstream things we're doing that help to head off the downstream? And sure, we've got to track that, but that's not, going to what is, that's not going to make the difference. It's the upstream things that really matter. And so uh, a BOSS card, is, it actually stands for a Behavioral Observation Safety System. It's where we record and catch other people doing good things and compliment them on that. Or, hey, Brad, I noticed you didn't bend at the waist to pick up that that heavy piece. I know you're more muscular than I am, but still, you need to be bending at the legs. So let's do that next time. That's how we do it at Brubacher. So it's a way of being a brother or sister's keeper and recording that. And then if we see trends or patterns, it gives us an indication of what we need to do more training about, more reinforcement, um, uh, what's going well. We can say, hey, I heard good things about uh, how you've been working together and showing other people the safe way to do it. So it's the upstream things. It's not a tattletale thing. It's a what's actually happening and how can we amplify more good things and how can we address with training and education things that might need to be addressed. Right. And I would say it's definitely a system to celebrate the safe actions that are called out or things that we see. And then it's a way to pass on lessons learned for the observations of an unsafe act that may have been observed. And again, it, to Keith's point, it's not a tattletale system. Um, I know you used the, the analogy, hey, Brad, you didn't lift right. But it, the, if somebody sees something in the field and they want to get it back to the office or others to learn from it, they don't name names. It even yeah. comes in anonymous uh, that this you know unsafe action or act was observed. Um, and then it goes right to our safety department, then comes to myself or other members of the operations team to uh, discuss and then get it out as a lessons learned uh, to the masses so we can avoid that from happening in the future. So what's the difference between a safety stand up and a safety stand down? I'd, I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, about that. So I got this idea one day, like, you know, there again, upstream versus downstream 
Uh, we've had safety stand downs. The industry is familiar with them after a bad accident happens or something that really serious could have happened. Uh, and Brad's conducted several of them for us uh, in his role in operations. Uh, others have been involved. Like that's all after the fact. What about a, a safety stand up? I'm going to stand up for doing the right thing. I'm going to do the right thing today. I'm going to do the hard, even if it's harder, I'm going to do the right thing. And I'm going to stand up for safety and, and do it right. And we want to celebrate that and use that as an educational uh, opportunity, a reinforcement of doing the right thing. So hopefully, Brubacher and our industry need fewer safety stand downs after a major situation. Uh, Brad, how, how have you observed that uh, in your in your role? Because you've, you've been involved with both of them. And uh, if something gets off track, uh, you're also the guy that's saying, time out. We got a serious situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, sad to say, but the reality is we've I've been part of and held many uh, safety stand downs. Uh, thankfully, not for any uh, very you know crucial injuries or fatalities in my time, but the very close calls or the uh, major safety infractions where we've had company wide stand downs or we've had uh, stand downs just with the the team or the, a, a group on the on a site. Um, the way I view it is basically the uh, key's point there is just the you're, you're either down, you're kind of down in the dumps, or you're, you, you're basically the stand down is you're addressing the after the fact, the downstream effect. It, you're reactive. Uh, the situation has already happened or the incident has already happened. And they have a very sombering tone to a safety stand down. Um, a safety stand up is upstream. Um, it's more upbeat. They're a lot more fun to do than the safety stand down. Um, you know, the safety stand up, we're celebrating, you know, uh, safety stats that are good. We're celebrating no injuries. We are celebrating, um, and reinforcing the, the upstream things like the boss cards, like the observations, like the quality daily huddles. Um, and it's also a great time to, it's a little more lighthearted, especially when you're there on a job site and you're in a, a group of you know employees and some are big, some are small. Uh, we tend to you know offer bring breakfast, whether it's breakfast sandwiches, donuts, and it, the the vibe of the stand up is just uh, more fun, I guess to throw that word back out. Uh, the stand down, it's all business. I mean, and you know you're I'm there or Keith's there or others are there and it's a, it's a very stern um, reminder um, of what happened, what almost happened, how we may have almost lost a, a team member. Um, and it, it's just completely different. So the more safety stand-ups uh, that we get to do, and, you know, I would knock on wood, but then it would rattle through the mic and uh, <laughs> I might get scolded. But uh, we have not had a major safety stand-down uh, in quite some time. You know. yeah. yeah, and they have they have their place. I also think of a stand down. You tend to talk down to people, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. Uh, you know, if you do what I say, then this won't happen. And and there's a place for for it being called back uh, into that sober awareness of what could have happened and what we need to do consistently. I think a safety stand up is also the opportunity to call people up to what we know they're capable of doing and being, and call them up to be their best. That's that's life giving. I get wound up about that. Yeah, and if anybody can't see the passion that's coming off of Keith right now about this topic, I mean, 
you just spend some time with them and it'll rub off on you. And that's one of the biggest things that uh, we were talking about the other day is the passion that Keith has for safety. It's contagious. And I think it's kind of spread throughout the company. It has spread out through the company. And we are excited to report that we are 258 days without a recordable injury. That is right. And I will say this to everybody, if you're not in the industry, safety is a journey that doesn't have an end date. Like a project starts and a project finishes, but safety, it's every day. It's every single day. Um, and that's why, it's, that's why it is so important. We might have touched this another time, but are there any other recordables that just kind of shocked you? Like, what were you thinking? Or when, when you had that safety stand down, was there a time that it was just like, man, I got to get up this early. I got to get to this job site. Right, Brad? Because you, you got to do that. You're the take the bull by the horn guy. Well, yeah. Get I to mean, the job site. There's so much more that goes into a stand down. I mean, there's a lot that goes into the stand-ups, too. We're still getting up early. We're going to the job sites and everything. But, uh, you know, when an incident happens, especially one serious enough that it could be a company-wide stand-down, um, you know, that, there's a huge chain reaction that goes with that one incident, and it, whether it's one individual that may have caused that or uh, wasn't paying attention or someone that maybe just, you know, hey, I'm not going to use this trench box, for example, the, the downstream effect of the investigation that happens, the, the magnitude of stopping work, you know, the magnitude of stopping work company-wide to discuss it or pull everybody together. I mean, um, you, don't, you, you don't have just the, the cost of, you know, shutting that one job down or one aspect, but I think that is where we drive the importance of everybody needs to know this. It is very time-consuming. It is costly to the organization. That when you shut, you know, and it could even if you have a stand down that's an hour long, um, and everybody either meets at one location, you know, you, some people think, oh, well, I would just shut down for an hour. Well, the reality is you shut down for an hour on one job, or you know, but it's three hours until folks get to work or they're coming in and having that, and then all the hours that go into the investigation from our safety team, and then you pull in the ops team members. Um, so that's why, again, that's kind of what all happens after that incident, recordable, and many of us in the industry are familiar and aware of that. Um, that's, again, why the stand-ups are much more fun. There's time that goes into that as well, but we do we carry those out on the job. Um, members of the leadership team, management team, uh, ops team, we'll go job by job. We might hold multiple stand-ups throughout a week, you know, or we'll have one big one. But rather than bringing the whole company in or, you know, uh, impeding production or impeding uh, those other individuals to maybe drive an hour and a half out of their way to a meeting, we, we take it to them. We kind of take the show on the road where to stand down is, you know, we go to them or you're coming to us, especially if it's, you know, company-wide stand down. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think you asked about, you know, recordables that have been kind of, there's kind of two ways that I've been surprised or or maybe kind of set back. One is, yeah, you have the things like that really happened and that's a recordable injury. You know, like the guy that got bit, you know, by the chihuahua years ago or a tick bite or, um, you know, things that uh, that you think, does that really happen in construction? And sure enough, uh, these things can can happen. 
Yeah, and I think that's a growth in the industry. And, you know, if there is people that are listening to this, you know, PPE wear wasn't mandated not too long ago, right? I mean, let's say 20 years ago was, uh, did you have to wear a vest? Did you have to wear a hard hat? Did you have to wear glasses? So I think the whole industry too has evolved and, and risen. And my thought on that is, even if we, as a large company, uh, show how we do it and, and we're open and honest about this, right? Because anybody can listen to this podcast and they need something, they're going to hear this and they're going to grow from this. But if you're a smaller company, wow, if they can do that, we should do that. And a rising tide will lift all boats, hopefully, in yeah. that, that situation. And I think that one of the things that changes that that approach from what's the least I need to do is a very different mindset from what's the best I can do to help preserve the opportunity for the people around me to discover and live out the purpose for which God put them here on earth. And that's a very, very different question. And it leads to very, very different decisions and outcomes. One of the things, though, Keith, and, and maybe if you could educate everybody on this, what do you mean by upstream? Sometimes, you know, if I'm an entry-level construction worker here, I don't know what that term means. What, what are you thinking about upstream? So like downstream on the opposite end is the injuries already happened. How many injuries have we had? How many uh, times have we backed into something with a piece of equipment, et cetera? The upstream is the, uh, the near miss. I backed into the road sign and now we need to replace a $200 road sign. But what if it was Miss Susie standing there waiting for the school bus? That seems very innocuous in the grand scheme of things if you have a fairly small incident, but you think about what it could have been. So that's one example of upstream. Another is, uh, did I do a thorough daily huddle? Was everyone there? Did I miss someone? And I thought, ah, they know it. You know, so did I do it thoroughly? Did I get everybody there? Uh, did I do the upstream thing, the safety observation? Have I taken that new person under my wing and said, hey, I know there's a lot of new stuff here and you might got some experience, but this is how we do it at Brubacher. Want to walk through that. Showing people, again, how well have we done at mentoring at doing the upstream investments that before something happens. So if you think of upstream as before something happens or something small happens instead of something big, downstream is something's already happened that we wish wouldn't have or something much bigger happened that we could have headed off. Yeah, and that, that's something too at Brubacher. You know, you can have a pipe crew, you could have a dirt crew, you could have an office person. And sometimes there is that, but if you just ask the question, you'll get an answer and leave the egos aside and we keep them moving forward. Um, T-R-I-R, we all hear this uh, abbreviation in the industry. Brad, do you want to touch upon that or what that, what that, so what does that mean to you? The T-R-I-R obviously stands for total recordable injury rate. Um, and that is where, when we talk about, you know, recordable injuries in the, you know, through OSHA and we just, we're celebrating 218 days of, uh, zero recordable injuries. You know, the, the difference between an injury, a first aid injury, and a recordable injury is, you know, less than a quarter of an inch, if you will. It could be a matter of a swipe of a pen on a prescription, you know, going from over-the-counter Tylenol to prescribed Tylenol, you know. So the, the margin for uh, what goes from first aid to recordable is very minimal. The other driver with the TRIR is the ability to gain future work with uh, what I would call premier clients, if you will, um, whether it was, you know, uh, oil and gas industry or the energy sector or large GCs, 
Um, they want to know and look at what your TR, TRIR is. Um, it has to be within an industry average or a certain rate to get invited to the bid table. Yeah. And, and then, so that's where I would come in and how I'm so familiar with this number because I work with Dave Moreland. Um, and if we are pursuing a large customer, that's the first thing that they'll ask us is to send over our information of our safety. And if there are any incidents, we have to give documentation on that. And they'll review all that stuff, right? I mean, Keith, they, they'll go through, some of them will ask ask about stuff. It, it varies. Different companies have different levels of scrutiny, but it certainly can impact uh, not only physical life and health, as I was saying before, but also financial health for our employees, their co-workers, and ultimately the company. And we don't shine a limelight on that because that pales in comparison to physical life and opportunity. But it is very real. And obviously, if a business doesn't have the right kind of clients and the right type of market opportunities, eventually uh, it'll be shut out of certain markets and that would be unhelpful. Yeah, I just, uh, again, encourage everyone to look through the lens of what is the most that I can do in my place of influence, whether you're out in the field at the edge of that ditch or down in the bottom as the layer, the pipe layer in that crew, whether you're the supervisor, whether you're a construction executive, whatever, whatever your role is. In my place of influence, what do I control? What do I manage? Uh, what can I plan around? How can I help be a positive influence? Not what's the least I got to do, but what's the most I can influence so that others can discover and live out the purpose they're here on earth for. Yeah, and I would say to wrap up and whether it's discussions around safety, one of the things that I challenge all of uh, my site guys and frontline leaders to, obviously, is to hold safety as the value, but also with that is explain the why. And when you think of safety, the why should be pretty crystal clear. And we discussed that a lot here in this podcast of the importance of life and what safety means to you and carrying it out. But a lot of times it's, oh, yeah, I get that, you know, or I want to be safe because, you know, I got to get home. Um, that's kind of the PPE, the work safe, the, the why behind the boss cars, the why behind the observations is why we, you know, basically what we keep um, pushing and talking about. And we just had a supervisor's meeting yesterday and touched on it and the importance of it. And it is to call attention to the upstream or proactive approach rather than the reactive. Yeah, well, well said, Brad. And it's, uh, I'm really proud to have an operations leader that can talk as competently and confidently and crystal clear about all of these things as Brad just has. Uh, it's just e exciting to know that his role and his viewpoint is more than simply, how do I get stuff done and keep this stuff off my back? But how do I get these things done and accomplished in a way that honors the value of life, honors our core values, and ultimately serves our, our people and their families and our community best? And uh, it's exciting to, to see that. And then when I look at the business development front to see that dovetail into the opportunities and to have uh, someone in business development like Chris, who's able to grasp the value of this. And then there again, say, what can I do to influence that and to help us in our effort to communicate with our team members? So I appreciate your initiative, Chris, and in setting this up. Uh, I hope this has been helpful for everyone that's uh, participated and uh, listened in. If there's topics you'd love to hear us talk about, I'm sure you can uh, reach one of us. Let us know. We'll be happy to uh, consider that for the future. Thank you, Keith, for uh, this morning. This exciting day. And uh, Brad, thanks for wearing that shirt today. And brought a smile to your face. And I you would just it. 
I would just say uh, thanks to those who listen to this. And if you're in the industry, whether you're uh, a Brubarker employee or just in the industry, thank you and shout out to the uh, hard workers in the construction industry and also our clients that help pay the bills. Well said. Thanks, Brad. Thank you, everybody.